listening to Fucks Given, the one with your fuck off stories. Hey, Reed. Hey, Florence. Hello. I'm really good, thank you. Um, I feel like that's a really great way of doing the name intro because it's like without us having to say, I'm Florence. Yeah, because that is so, it's really, it's not cringe, it's just it really unnatural. <laughs> it feels really unnatural. Yeah. Whereas this is z- z- natural. Yeah, that is way more natural. Hi, Florence. How are you? How's your day going? Yeah, pretty good. I mean, I've had drama. As you can see, I'm in a completely different location oh, because I am at my friend's borrowing her laptop because <laughs> I spilt water all over my WAP. My WAP top. My WAP top. <laughs> But water yeah, as well. Which has been like the most stressful thing ever. Like I was so positive about it when it happened. I was like, it's going to be fine. It'll dry out and it was going to turn on. Did it dry out? Did it turn on? No. And your laptop's so now not I'm that in, old like, either, is it? It's like. No, it was only two years old. <laughs> Fuck. So I'm in like talks with my insurance and like at the repair shop and like all of this stuff and it's completely thrown my life out of whack. Yeah. <laughs> and not only is it like it, it does throw your life out of whack and you you really especially does. when you're in the middle of shit and trying to work and you have to work off your phone. But yeah, and it's just so expensive to replace slash fix. The fuck it is. <laughs> boo-hoo. But anyway. Boo-hoo. First world problems, boo-hoo. Fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, it will all be fine. We'll be back to recording properly. I'm going to borrow another laptop. And yeah, the only thing that's been annoying for is obviously working and doing fucks given and podcasts. Yeah. yeah. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I've got some exciting news to tell you, which I've been literally saving for the podcast. It was so hard because Florence came over to my, oh my new, new gap. Oh shit, yeah, I remember. And I was just like, <laughs> I think I got excited for a second and then you just didn't mention it. So I completely... Yeah, <sighs> good. Because I was, I was so close. Like every time we chatted, I was like... <laughs> Actually, as soon as it happened, as soon as it was after, I was like, must message Florence. Tell her everything. What is it? What is it? <sighs> I had... My first ever, in the 31 years that I've been alive, my first ever pleasurable and successful anal. <gasps> oh, shit. Right? That is, that is big. That's big news. <laughs> I'm really, the first person I wanted to fucking voice note was you. I was like, I was like please. Oh. And I was like, do I save it for the podcast? What do I do? And you were like, the content. Yeah, the, must <laughs> save it for the content. Yeah, so... Um, Fuck, how did that happen? Why were you doing anal? What made, what inspired it? Why was it so good? Oh, was it well, was it prudence? Prudence? <laughs> no, this was with a penis. A human <laughs> penis, was it prudence? I wish. Yeah, but prudence likes to start things she off. Does. Like she likes to warm things up. She does. No, prudence wasn't in the mm. picture this time. Sorry, prudence. Cheating on you. But <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, prudence is a ceramic toy handmade ceramic toy that we discuss in depth in one of our episodes <laughs> yeah so tell tell me more about the anal please so i was hung over and i don't know about anyone else oh god that's not where you want this story right? to start I, I honestly i was i was not thinking anal i wasn't pr- pr- planning or prepping myself or anything 
Um, and I was really no. hungover and I was so fucking horny. I get so horny when I'm hungover. Mm. I don't know mm-hmm. what happens. It's like some weird mm-hmm. chemical switch thing. So horny. And I can yeah. come loads. Yeah. But when I'm ho- like when I'm hungover, so I don't really want to have sex or do anything because I feel awful. And so woke up, woke up fucking horny and... Sam started, should I really like bait him out like this? I don't really know. It's not a bad thing. (laughs) Sam started fingering me while he was still half asleep, which was so hot. And I like already came loads just from the fingering, which is very (laughs) abnormal for me. Very abnormal. And then we started fucking. And I was like thinking while I was fucking, like, like, I'm not scared of doing anal. I'm not scared of it. And now's the best time because I'm really susceptive. I'm, I'm like... I'm there's something about being hungover that kind of like you kind of I don't want to say relaxes yeah you. like it's almost like a give up yeah. like a oh like like a relax a relaxing but even though it's like anxiety giving and everything it's still very relaxing in other aspects and anyway I was like do you want to stick it in my bum <laughs> while we were fucking he was like yeah <laughs> what yeah um and then yeah we had successful anal and he came in my ass which was just uh, like incredible so yeah um it's a great moment until you have to shit out the car yeah <laughs> thing is i have like with the ibs it's such a very normal feeling for me is like shitting out liquids so i was just like oh yeah it's just like an everyday thing it's just everyday thing. <laughs> um but i uh, i i pushed That's so great though i, I think because with with the anal i've had before it's always been so uncomfortable yeah. and i've been so self-conscious and felt so shit and it's always given me that horrible ups, upset stomach feeling and i didn't have that right. this time um and once you push past the first initial like oh i don't like this oh my god and then you relax into it and i was trying oh really god. hard holy shit like and i was like oh yeah. my god this actually like feels like kind of good i was shocked yeah. i was shocked i was like so yeah. happy afterwards I think like the first time you have great anal sex is so like, whoa, Magical. like what is this? Yeah. What is this pleasure? Like I never expected to feel this way. Cause anal <laughs> sex as well is, has got this huge hype around it and it's very like fashionable mm. and popular and cool and big asses and anuses and taboo as well because it's the bum hole. And then- Yeah, all guys are like super into it. Not all guys. Most guys. <laughs> not all men. Not, not all, <laughs> hashtag not all men. <laughs> yeah, not all dudes. Um, and yeah, I just, I, like, I'm still kind of like gobsmacked about it. I don't know if I'm going to be jumping to anal anytime soon because yeah. all the other times have been so crap. Um, like really uncomfortable. I think you have to be in the right mood for anal yeah. sex. Like you need to be in the mindset where you're like, I'm getting turned on by this happening. So like your mind's in it. Yeah. And then you also just need to be super relaxed and like also not in a place where you've got a sore bum hole <laughs> or like, you know, you know, like when you do a massive shit and you like get a sore bum oh, hole, that's not dude, the time you want to have anal so sex. So I've, I've had a sore bum hole for the past couple of months because of the stress. I've oh, had mad constipation yes. and fucking piles slash hemorrhoids so I was like don't go down there man don't go down there nowhere near there and now since Mm -hmm. moving into my new place I feel this like massive relief and my bowels are back to normal (laughs) so it was the perfect time for anal it was the perfect time my bum hole's happy even when it was squirting out squidging out all that cum it was it was great yeah no one talks sitting on the toilet no one talks about that bit no one talks about that bit it feels like 
like diarrhea when you're shitting it out come and you're it you're does. also a bit like am i gonna poona right now like i i can't figure it out but then when it's out you're like is no. it on me? i think it's gone yeah the last time i had anal sex and someone came in there like i couldn't even shit out i was like where's this gone it's gone so far up i don't understand oh my god and i think it actually came out like with the shit that yes I, did the I can imagine like yeah we 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 forget that a <laughs> vagina has a back wall there is like a glass mm. ceiling to that shit but a rectum goes on forever yeah. man what is it it's like the in, your intestines yeah. are the length of two double decker buses or some crazy shit like that you could get two double decker buses <laughs> worth of dick up there and it would be fine <laughs> oh my god oh my days well congratulations Thank you. that is that is amazing news i'm so happy for you thank you so much you also made me like i've actually like once i started liking anal sex i just wanted it yeah more and i haven't had the opportunity since la yeah Mm, i mean my maybe maybe my butthole's kind of semi-thirsty for it it's a bit like again can we make can we make it come from this Oh my god i actually like the just before i gave up using my sex toys mostly like i i do occasionally do it but like because of my my journey with my self-healing vagina <laughs> bd problems which actually haven't come back for a yes. while since not using my sex toys and loads of various other things yeah, antibiotics um, probably being the main main one yeah antibiotics but then also like cutting out certain foods mm-hmm. sugar not drinking as much not using sex toys that make my clit bleed. <laughs> oh, my fucking soul. All of those things. Um, I was masturbating and I was like getting really turned on the with the idea of putting something in my mm-hmm. ass and I was almost like the double penetration oh. thought where you're just like, oh my God, am I gonna do this? And I like got out this like huge like anal toy that I have that we got sent once. It's oh. like one of those ones that's got like the bumpy ridges. Oh yeah. So it's like, it gets from like, it's not beads, but it's kind of like beads, but like with fatter bits in between. Yeah, thick beads. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I just want to stuff myself. And um, I like lubed it up massively and yeah, just <laughs> stuck it up my ass. Yeah. And I like stuck it all the way up to like the biggest part of it. Whoa. And um, and I came so quickly like so quickly your anus be hungry and then (laughs) but then i was just like left there with this like huge thing like stuck right up my ass and i was like okay well i can't take this out like on my bed just in case so i like waddled (laughs) to the bathroom by myself (laughs) naked in my own flat like to the bathroom to squeeze i like sat on the toilet to pull it out yeah (laughs) it's i've had to do things like that you know when you put like a you really prep yourself and you put a toy in you and then you're like shit i need that one thing or like fuck i need to close the window and yeah Yeah. you have to do that like strategic waddle in case like you slip in a wrong way and it fucking pulverizes you not okay oh god imagine Isn't it, isn't it weird though? Like when you're so mentally turned on by something, how quickly you can come. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, and then you're like left there in the shame. You're like, oh no. (laughs) And you're also a bit like, oh, I didn't really want to come that quick. Exactly. Cause I really, I was getting out like my CBD moves and stuff and I was like being really sensual. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly I was just so done. I was like, oh, that. 
Yeah. I, I, I think I had a come like that last that night it. where I was just a bit like, oh, oh, fuck, it's over. All right, I guess yeah. I go to sleep then. Which isn't, yeah, it, it's not great. You know, if we were dudes, if we had to, we would have to like learn to hold that cum. Yeah. And, and train oh, those muscles. God, yeah. yeah, we couldn't get away with it. <laughs> shit but we can have multiple orgasms but sometimes you're just done done absolutely i'm normally just done done after a clitoral i'm done <laughs> but with after- g-spot keep them coming yeah because i think what i was doing was i must have had like a vibrator or something on my clit at the same time as something in my ass mm. and it was just like yeah, super quick. Oh, anyway. Like, I love it. I love it. Anyway, enough about... <laughs> the anal stories. <laughs> Anals and vaginies. I don't know what the hell that was, but... Florence, please tell me your news, your exciting news <laughs> and updates. I mean, I don't know how exciting it I'm is. I'm excited. Because um, for some reason, I haven't, like... I haven't spoken about my sexual encounters on the podcast for quite a while. Mm, and I was like, they've been on what hold. is happening? This is fucks given and I've had sex and I haven't spoken about it. Um, <laughs> but this was like, how many weeks ago? I don't know, like two, three weeks ago, maybe now. And um, I, I was on like the field apps cause I was like, I was really in this moment where I was looking for a fuck buddy and I was like, I just need to, you know, I just need to meet up with people. I just need to do it. And I wanted the sex. Like I wanted the sex and intimacy part of it. But I was trying to figure out really what my feelings were around it because there was definitely like a slight meh, like, can I really be bothered at the same time? (laughs) I ended up FaceTiming this guy and the FaceTime went really well and we were supposed to go on a date, but... He was like, come my way because he had some work to do. And I was like, I'm way too lazy to actually go near (laughs) someone. I need them to be near me because I just didn't want it bad enough Mm -hmm. to go to someone else's. So we ended up having this FaceTime to see like if we got on and then he was like, you know, if we get on the FaceTime, maybe I can just come over to yours and chill. And it was a Sunday evening and I was like, I mean, I kind of would love to chill out by myself this evening, <laughs> but I also would like to find someone mm. to like, you know, to have in the back burner. It's such a catch 22. It's like, I I want someone, but I don't want to find them. But, yeah, it's like that yeah. finding them is effort, but it's also a journey, yeah. like a good journey. Just have to have the motivation yeah. to do it. Yeah. Anyway, he ended up coming over because we got on on the FaceTime and oh my god he was a tall guy like six foot five or something like ex-basketball player and he sat down on my firstly he sat down on my sofa pretty much like as soon as he got in and my sofa broke (gasps) (laughs) shit the new one yeah so like one of the legs collapsed (laughs) (laughs) shit and i was like and every time when I tell someone it's broken, they're like, oh, what were you doing yeah. on it? I was like, no, I mean, I, someone literally just sat on it. It was someone that came over for sex, but like they literally just sat on it and it broke. That's so <laughs> funny. And then we were sitting there. I like balanced some books um, under the sofa so we could sit on it. Um, so that's still ha- what's like the sofa situation now. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, are you hungry like do you want to order food thing is i at the beginning of this thought 
we weren't necessarily gonna have sex because I thought it might just be good to like chill out with him and see, you know, see what happens. But as soon as I started like looking at like delivery options, he takes my head like with his hand and like starts kissing me. And I was like, Ooh. okay, right, I cowboy. guess this is happening yeah. really, really quickly. Like I think maybe you'd been, he'd been there for like half an hour max. Wow. Yeah. So, but he was a great kisser. So I was like, oh, you know, this is quite nice. But he just started initiating things super quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was in this kind of battle in my head where I was like, do I, you know, just consciously see where this goes? Or do I say, hey, can we slow down a bit? But I decided that I would just sort of go along with mm-hmm. it. Cause I was like, you know, I guess this could be a nice way to like figure out if we, we do connect in this way. And it wasn't yeah. like, I really didn't want it to happen. Like it was turning me on. Um, but I just didn't feel very connected with mm-hmm. him, obviously, yeah. because he'd literally only been in my house for half an hour. And I we had a FaceTime for an hour, but that was it. Like, Fuck, you know, it's just not enough. Someone I literally just met. Yeah. And um, even though I was attracted to him, it was just like, okay, cool. And then we were gonna go like, I think he was like trying to do stuff on the sofa. I was like, let's move to the bedroom. <laughs> I like put the mood lighting on, put some music on. Cause I was like, I at least need some like vibes. I don't think I can literally go into this in like a raw kind of. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be, raw. Silence. Yeah. But... Like, you know how like guys watch porn? Mm-hmm. That's how I think of a lot of situations where it's like, actually I would like a little bit more mood, mm-hmm. a bit more chill. I want the lighting to be right. Like. I don't need that all the time, but like, especially if it's someone that you've only just met, like mm. I can't go the whole raw, raw uh, yeah, pornographic route. Um, yeah, we ended up having sex and it was okay. Yeah, I, I, it was okay. I know exactly that feeling of like, ha, huh, like I'm not really in this, but you have that constant yeah. hope that it's gonna get better. And then you're yes, upset exactly. or pissed off when it doesn't. But then you're also yeah, like kicking yourself, like I should have stopped this sooner. This is bad. Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're in the moment, and I was just like, I'm just not connecting to this person mm-hmm. at all. Like it kind of feels good. Like there's some bits that I'm enjoying, but mostly I was like, when's this gonna finish? Oh yeah, I hate that <laughs> sex. You're just like, okay, cool now. Like I'm done. See ya. Yeah. No. Even I don't think I don't think I came no. at all. And then we were like laying around, like down in the bed down in the bed like laying on the bed and afterwards like cuddling and um I think he started like stroking me or something or like touching me again Mm. and I was like weirdly like started getting turned on I have a feeling that I was getting turned on for like the wrong reasons of like not wanting to have sex but like because he was initiating it was like one of those weird the toxic fuck situations (laughs) and but I was getting turned on again so I was like okay I guess like and then we did like a round two and then like in my head in the round two I was just like what am I doing (laughs) that internal dialogue this is not (laughs) what I want at all and he was so sweet like Mm. I can't like he was so nice very attractive and like I just wasn't connecting Mm -hmm. with him and this wasn't a right fit afterwards yeah afterwards oh god we we decided to watch avengers infinity war what? do you know how long that jesus film is? What, what an odd film to pick <laughs> i as did well. not realize how long that film was who picked that film 
Well, it was kind of me because I'm in this like catching up with all my Marvel oh, yeah, moments. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, it's such oh, a great film. It. I didn't know. Oh, fuck. So good. Mm. He kept trying to distract me during the film by like, trying to kiss me. And I was like, oh, fuck off. I want to watch this, this, man. I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah, I was very done. Which is so, I feel really bad. I hope he doesn't listen to this because it's like, he was so nice. It's just, we didn't, it was too soon. Yeah. And that's, I, I you know what? This is why I wanted to bring this up because I learned something mm-hmm. from that whole experience. And that was, I need a foundation of intimacy mm-hmm before I can actually enjoy sex with someone. Because I need to have, I need to be turned on by them intellectually. And that- And like have the emotional intimacy there Mm -hmm. before the physical intimacy. And that's so okay. And like, it's so normal. I don't know why I didn't like give myself that opportunity Mm -hmm. before, but I had to do that to learn it. And you can get that intimacy in an hour video call, in that half an hour, but he just didn't give it to you. He didn't give what you you needed. Yeah, because I think back to um, the person that I fucked in LA mm-hmm. who I was talking to in Toronto. Like we were had like maybe a week where we, but we sexted, we had a FaceTime and like we were texting. There were like photos, nudes exchanged. There was like this weird like extra layer of, like th- that was the foundation. Mm-hmm. And then when I went round to his in LA, we did probably start fucking within the hour, but that was, there was something so much more comfortable about that. Yeah, interesting. It must just be the way that somebody makes you feel, um, mm. how they open up to you, how they talk to you, how their yeah. intimacy we, is a body language. Yeah, I connected with that guy in LA a lot more because we had a lot of similar kinks mm-hmm. and like, like you know, all of those things. So it's almost like you you really do... Con- when someone has the same kink as you, you connect on quite a deep on level. On a completely like, different level. Oh, yeah. you're into lactation play. Oh, you're into the breeding fetish. Like, okay, cool. And like, there's this like excitement mm-hmm. there and that's the foundation of intimacy that you build. Yeah, because also in your head as well, you're like, okay, even if there's nothing else, it's just sex. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, sorry about this guy, man. I think I think we can all relate. We've all been there. Yeah. And it's again, he didn't really do anything wrong. He didn't do anything that wrong. Could he work. did not do anything wrong. That could work for a and number of different people. But I think if you're going to do that, I feel like you need that communication here of like, do you mind if I come over and like, in my mind, I want this to be a fuck date. Yes. I think that's what needed to be sort of said mm-hmm. before. Like, I want this and this is going to happen rather than it just kind of like not being on the cards. Because I, I thought we could potentially just chill and not fuck, you yeah. know? And then like, if it if we vibed in person, then that's the thing. Mm. I don't know if he was vibing with me super quickly, maybe, but like- It sounds yeah, like he just wanted to fuck really. Yeah, I mean, he did, he definitely did really like me. Mm. He was very, very like, very complimentary, like wanted it to happen again. There was a lot of, hey, when are we gonna do this again? And like, you mm. know. Do you think you'll see but, him again? Have you have you spoken to him about about it all yet? Or so I did something bad. Probably <laughs> is that I took a week to kind of own up to like how I actually felt about the situation, mm. and then because he had like messaged me asking me what I was up to and stuff, and I just kind of ignored the message yeah. for a week, and then when I messaged him back, eventually saying, "Hey, like." Mm. 
I had a really amazing time with you. Um, you're such a great person, but I just don't think we had that spark mm-hmm. that I'm looking for at the moment. Um, and then he just replied, yeah, I kind of got that when you didn't, when you took a me- like a week to respond to my message. Mm. <laughs> the thing is, it's not bad in like, you still actually messaged him and spoke mm. to him about it. Loads of people yeah. just would never have even done that. But I think True. it's learning about doing better and I suppose, yeah, communicating yeah. sooner, especially if you got the impression he did really like you. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I just took a while to figure out what I actually mm-hmm. thought about it. Yeah, it takes well. ages. It's sometimes it's not just done in like a, a week. Sometimes it can be weeks later. You're like, oh, yeah. And then obviously yeah. then it's a bit complicated. But, but I think good. if you're like now now I'm like putting more foundation in before mm-hmm. I haven't had sex since then um but I have been like chatting to a couple of people um one mostly and yeah we went on a date the other night and it went really well um yeah. but like it was just mostly walking around talking like getting to know each other we shared a little kiss but like not like a proper makeout session or anything. So it's like taking it really slowly, which is really nice. And yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's fucking nice to change sweet. your pace for once. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need yeah. that at so the we'll moment. You just goes. need that. You need that intimacy and that slow mm-hmm. burner and the excitement that yeah. maybe just fucking somebody doesn't bring. Yeah, exactly. I want that deep connection with someone when I fuck them. I want to have like. I want to feel, you know what? I want to feel comfortable staring into someone's eyes oh, during sex. Yeah, while they fuck you? Yeah. Yeah, mm. while they fuck me. Whereas I can't, I I don't feel comfortable staring into a stranger's eyes. Like I want to feel, com- <laughs> that's what it comes down to, you know? It's like, <laughs> it's I want that level of comfortability. To. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Shit. Oh fuck, it's like a therapy session, then realizations. Yeah. But anyway, should we get on to these fuck off stories? Oh, baby. First fuck off story. I brought a guy home to screw around after our date. The sex was pretty good, so I enjoyed that at least. But when he finished and got up to go to the bathroom, he left a big shit stain (gasps) on my pure white comforter. Oh. Like Skidmark Central. Oh, Jesus. I didn't tell him about it because I know he would have been mortified and I didn't want to embarrass him. He was a good guy after all, but man, I was still pissed about it. I could never get the stain fully out after that and I had to get rid of it after a while. <gasps> oh my God. What? That's how, so deep. How, how would you leave a shit stain from sex? Like if it wasn't anal? You're a human. Sometimes skid marks happen. Sometimes we, yeah, sometimes we forget to wipe properly. Not forget. We don't wipe wipe properly. Sometimes we have a fart that ends up having a bit of residue. Maybe we've had an upset stomach. Shit literally happens. And this dude either didn't clean himself properly or an accident happened. It could have been like, you know, like one of the orgasm farts where it's just like, maybe he had an upset stomach. Who fucking knows? Oh my god, yeah, maybe he sharted himself. Yeah, it could have been a shart. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, or maybe no shart. Maybe yeah, he just had a shitty ass. Uh, so, uh, not just didn't annoying. Wipe his bum properly. 
And also I really do appreciate, like I'm, I'm in two minds, her not saying something to protect yeah. him is really admirable. You deserve a fucking it's, medal. It's very sweet, very sweet. Cause you could have, you could have easily, if something negative had happened, you could have easily hit him back with that childish, <laughs> petty backlash. Like you shout on my comforter, fuck you, you know? But that it sounds so like annoying. you were an absolute G, protected his honor and yeah. That's, yeah, you get a medal. Babes. Yeah. <laughs> Babes. Babes. So our second fuck off story is, I was dating a guy when I was like 21. We were at a party at a friend's house. The parties at that house were always wild. So we would stay over and sleep wherever we could fit. That night we slept in a net hammock. Oh God, how uncomfortable would that be? We started to fool around and eventually ended up two people in a hammock. Okay. <laughs> we started to fool around and eventually ended up having sex. Yes, it was difficult in a hammock, but we managed. The next morning, Fuck. we woke up to find my friend's ex sleeping below us. I was way too embarrassed to ask if he was there at that point. So to this day, I don't know if we were fucking above him or if he noticed anything. Oh, oh fuck. my god! That's Firstly, fucking I in a hammock, like props. Yeah, that uh, that is, uh, yeah, that that deserves props because that must be so uncomfortable for the person on top. Because you're kind of being yeah, bent backwards. How the hell? I don't fucking know. That's insane. How would that even work? That's making my brain hurt. Like my at my back. Yeah. Yeah, my back is hurting thinking about that. But then again, you know, yeah. anything to get your dick wet. <laughs> and there was someone sleeping about... underneath them. Yeah, that was shocking. I, I was surprised at that. Whoa, <laughs> that's that's a pretty good. I wonder if he heard you. You kind of well, unless he was like so drunk. Yeah. 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 That would be a good view. Especially if they were like naked and their like butt cheeks would be like spilling through the net of the hammock. I almost feel like you could he, see through it. He must have been he must have been so drunk he was like passed out. But yeah. I feel like if you woke up and saw that above <laughs> you, would you not would you move or would you again would you pretend to be asleep? I don't know. It's like when people, think, you know, when you're staying in like um, hostels when you're on holiday or when you're yeah, traveling. And yeah, do you say something when people hostel. are fucking? No. Or do you I've leave been it? I'm fucking though, so I don't know. No one's ever said anything to me when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pussios, man. All a bunch of pussios. Yeah. They're probably I lying there like, awake, like, please shut up. <laughs> yeah, I think this guy probably was sitting there, like, lying underneath, being like, who? Damn. Fuck me. <laughs> Next fuck off story. Not long ago, I was seeing someone who had a big thing for my feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so one time while we were having sex, I had my foot in his mouth and I was kind of shoving it deeper and deeper. Then oh. suddenly there is blood everywhere and we just can't tell where it's coming from. We, we like checked <sighs> each other's bodies and all. And then he starts talking and like a big splash of thick blood just runs out of his mouth. So I had fully cut into the back of his mouth with my toenail, which wasn't oh. even that long. So it was a mystery how it happened. Oh, even my though he said God. it didn't hurt. 
that that's that must have been so scary to see. Uh, even though he said it didn't hurt, there was mad amounts of blood. Like imagine a movie scene type like stuff where someone has blood coming from their mouth just before they die. Whoa! <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> Luckily, it stopped not long after, and we got back to business. <laughs> wow, they carried on. I'm well impressed. <laughs> I will now always triple check that my toenails have no sharp edges, though. Crying laughter emoji. That's terrifying. Imagine all that fucking blood. I can't. Yeah. Wow. I've never even thought of that when putting my feet in someone's mouth. Like, no, never. Apart from maybe, no. I've just been like, fucking take it. Yeah, I guess it. I guess that could easily happen. And if you were really into it in the moment, you probably wouldn't really notice it, like, cutting. Because, you know, like, mouth cuts, sometimes you don't feel them. Yeah, until later, until they're, like, sore and swollen. And especially because if you're having sex, there's lots of blood flow, and probably your mouth is, like, a very bloody place anyway. So, yeah. At least they carried on fucking afterwards, though. I'm well impressed. I don't know how they carried on fucking afterwards. Like... Were they yeah. kissing? If, if it didn't hurt was him. It, were they into that? <laughs> it's a bit vampire-y if, uh, if I don't want to say so myself. That is, yeah, very vampire. Mm. <laughs> okay, so our last fuck-off story. So, I have a friend who I spent the summer fucking a few years back. I guess I would describe our relationship as close fuck buddies. One night, we went out, had quite a lot to drink, and got back to my place to fuck and sleep. We had anal sex. Oh, where's this going? (laughs) We had anal sex, among other things. Important note, he had my full consent for everything. I was not that drunk. Good Mm -hmm. point. Next morning, he wakes up and goes to the bathroom, and he stays in there for quite a long time. With the drinking and the anal sex, I start feeling like I also really need to go. And that feeling quickly becomes scary. I really need to go. And for the first time in my adult life, I feel like I'm going to shit myself. I didn't feel comfortable enough to just bang on the door and yell at him to hurry. So I went to the kitchen and shat in the first bowl I could find. No! I was just finishing when I heard him get out the bathroom. I didn't want him to see it or smell it, but he was go- but he was getting close. I panicked and put the bowl in the freezer. No. I ended up telling <laughs> I ended up telling him that story a few years later as we were still close friends and we laughed about it. But I still can't look at a salad bowl the same way. Imagine the frozen poo bowl. That's oh very fucking God. resourceful. Nice one. That shit could have gone everywhere. It could have gone on like bed sheets, carpets. Like you've just neatly shat in a bowl and put it and in put a freezer. Freezer is a very good fucking yeah smart shower as well because that's like very that good at, at closing smells. It's airtight. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo, man. I don't that is think fuck. that I. I don't think I would have thought of shitting in a bowl. I probably would have just shat Absolutely myself. Absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yes. Yeah, it's I would have been it's like, very. It's oh, gonna say it's very on brand for you, Florence. No bowls. Yeah, no I mean, bowls. <laughs> what do you mean, no bowls? 
Awesome brand. No, like you, as in you shit, yeah, you sit (laughs) shitting yourself rather than finding a bowl. Oh, no, I I hope you didn't think I was saying no balls. No balls, no balls. No, no, no. (laughs) I was like, couple of last, the time I shat myself, there wasn't a bowl around, otherwise probably would have shat in a bowl. Yeah. Just shat in a car park. (laughs) (laughs) So awful. I'm so sad for you, but also such a good good story. Great story. Great story. You have, I think I would have have knocked on the door though. I would have fully knocked on the door. I would have been like, let me in fucking now. I'm going to shit myself. I would have screamed at them. Yeah, and I think I would have done that as well. Oh my God, let me in. Yeah. <laughs> Although also congratulations to this person for needing to shit themselves for the first time in their life. That's bravo. Yeah. You've, you've come bravo. leaps and bounds. It's actually very normal to shit yourself. I like, after it happened so to me, normal. I was so embarrassed and like, I can't believe that happened to me. Oh my God. Yeah. Like devastated. Mortified. And then mm-hmm. I looked up online, like stories of people shitting themselves. And oh my God, the amount of stories that were there was like, oh my God, so many, this happens to normal adult people all the time. <laughs> I wonder if, I, w- I want to know a percentage. What percentage of the world's population shits themselves? Do, are there people out there that go through their whole life and not shit themselves, even when they're older and their bowels don't necessarily work the same. I want to know. I yeah. bet you it's like 1% of the world doesn't shit themselves. The Put rest do. Up. Put your hands up if you have <laughs> shat yourself in your life and just own it. Oh. Own it like we are owning it right now. Own it. It's Because it's fucking funny. It's normal. It's, it's funny. Sometimes like our buttholes just need to evacuate, you know? It's got to happen. Yeah. Especially after a fucking four loco. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah fuck it's like a rite of passage isn't it it's like i have i think myself. it is i am complete <laughs> i think it is a rite of passage i think everyone needs to do it in their life i mean a lot yeah. of people and if you haven't yet old people but <laughs> yeah if you haven't shat yourself yet make it happen <laughs> and just remember that we have all shat ourselves in our nappies when mm-hmm. we were small Nice one, bringing it back to the younger <laughs> days. Nice, That's some good shit. Or literally. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. <laughs> if you have a fuck off story, get in touch with us right this second. If you think you can top these stories, if your fuck off story is like, please, well, these were nothing compared to what happened to me. And they don't have to include anal and shit. Those are the ones that are funny. 85% of the stories we get is like anal related, I swear. Yeah. (laughs) If you have a story that is not anal related and it is a fuck off story, if it involves anything else, like please, please DM us, slide into our DMs on Instagram and just put fuck off story right at the beginning so that we can find it, sift it or email us at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk yes of course you can keep up to date with all of our shenanigans on the instagram that's probably updated every day yeah baby all about the podcast and what we're getting up to and our personal accounts read amber x and florence bark for all that independent juicy goodness 
we have merch as well so get your oh ass on yes. www.comecurious.co.uk and get your hands on a tote bag stickers and maybe a t-shirt soon to be t-shirt yeah this is like a, a i mean this is like a secret tease I don't know if we're allowed to like talk about it yet, but if you're hearing this, if you made it this far to the end of the episode, t-shirts are in the mix, so you're very special if you made it this far. We love you extra. Yeah. I'm a extra. I'm gonna suck your holes, man, for for getting this far and listening to this fucking wow. garbage at the end. <laughs> I'm gonna suck your holes. Suck your holes. Nice. All of nice them. One. All of them. <laughs> Okay, we'll see you next Thursday. Yeah, baby, next Thursday. Love you all. Bye. Bye. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.